let's go into those pre and post workout meals for somebody who is trying to lose body fat. You know, you're, you're not an Olympic athlete or, or a high school or college athlete. If, if I am planning my workout, even a cardiovascular session, I want to make sure I'm, I'm strong in that endeavor. So I, I'm going to make sure I have maybe a little bit of, of protein, depending on when my last meal was. But as I'm probably managing carbohydrates to a level that, that means I'm not eating everything I want all the time, you know, I'm still going to budget for enough there. I also have to contrast that with the fact that I don't want a super heavy gut load. I don't want to go to a workout feeling like I just ate, you know, a 12 ounce steak or something. So there's that, there's that juxtaposition of, of having enough, but not too much. So for me, I, I think it, it kind of comes down to maybe 15 to 20 grams of carbs on a light side. You know, maybe you're, you're somebody at a pretty good calorie deficit. Maybe you're a smaller framed person you know, especially a female who may be at 100, 125, 150 grams of carbs. For, for other people with a little bit more food allotments, you know, they could be all the way up to 30, 40, even 50 grams of carbs pre-workout. But assuming that we're saving enough for the rest of the day, I really want that pre-workout meal to be aggressively enough. I, I want that to be the place that we're really focused. But one of the places I have made a mistake in the past is thinking that if, if my goal is body fat loss, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really tap into that post-workout body fat burn potential. You guys know that once you have trained, your, your metabolism is higher for several hours, you know, especially for the next hour or two, uh, post-workout oxygen consumption, you know, body fat metabolism is, is pretty high, almost as high as when you're training, for that next hour or so, and then it starts to taper down slowly. So a lot of pop writers have always said, hey, you know, once you've worked out, don't eat, you know, because as soon as you eat, that stops that body fat loss. And some research came out showing that if you have protein alone, that you can at least stop that catabolic process. And yet without having any fat or carbs, you still extend that fat burning potential. And so that was kind of my MO for a lot of the time in my career and with clients is that, you know, I'm going to definitely post-workout get the protein, but if I'm trying to lose body fat or even just maintain, that's going to be a place where I get more bang for my buck by withholding carbs. Since that really hasn't been my goal for a long time, I've gone with a little bit more of a, a complete robust post-workout meal. Uh, you guys may remember I typically do a protein shake and, and I'll throw in probably 50 grams of carbs from fruit. Uh, it's often a banana and some frozen blueberries or a banana and a frozen peach or, you know, something like that. And the irony is not only do I feel much better, I, I recover better. I, I can tell even the next day and the next day that my muscle tissue is just recovered at, at a better state. It really doesn't even fill you up that much. I mean, it's, it really is almost suffering to go with, uh, you know, protein alone type of meal. And so I, I'm starting to experiment with clients to say, you know, may, maybe we'll, we'll even feel better at other parts of the day, maybe even extended into the week for your next workouts. If we don't just focus on pre-workout, but post-workout. And so now we may be looking at 50% at of somebody's carbs, just pre and post-workout. 
And kind of like we talked about a day or two ago with breakfast, uh, if you remember, it was, it was Nicole who said, you know, she feels so much better having that egg white omelet with a little steak in it. And, you know, just having that extra little bit of fat and, and having all of that protein, she's not even hungry until lunch. Uh, but then she also said, you know, it, part of that is kind of hoarding carbs for later. And then later in the afternoon and evening, she finds like, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. And I think that's also because, you know, we could use more carbs in that, that breakfast. So my point to that is when, when you're looking at other parts of your day for how you feel, it may not be related to just that, that context, that, that acutely previous meal. It could be a totally different part of the day having that carry over to your energy cycles and needs.